Steve Swanskowski here, Executive Director for Real Presence Radio. Thank you so much for calling in to our fall live drive last week to let you know we are really here to support you, and we thank you for your support. Thank you for letting us serve you. If you didn't get a chance to call in during our live drive, you can still call at 877-795-0122. We did end up a little short of our goal, so thank you for your help, and help us keep reaching souls by calling 877-795-0122 or go online and give at yourcatholicradiostation.com. Thank you, and God bless you. At the University of Mary, affordable access to Catholic higher education is vitally important. Thanks to generous donors who believe in the value of Catholic education, eligible graduates of Catholic high schools receive free room and board. And students who choose our groundbreaking year-round campus option can earn a bachelor's degree in just 2.6 years or a master's in four, saving money while getting a head start on their careers. Discover the Mary difference at cometomary.com. That's cometomary.com. Broomtree Retreat Center near Irene, South Dakota will be offering an inner healing retreat October 11th through the 13th with Jane Bars and Mike Schneider of the Matthew Ministry. This retreat, which begins Friday evening and ends Sunday afternoon, offers hope and freedom to those seeking a way out of hurt and sorrow. For more information about the ministry, visit thematthewministry.com. To register for the retreat, call 605-263-1040 or register online at broom-tree.org. If you're having a difficult day or need some support, log on to yourcatholicradiostation.com and click on Prayer Requests. From here, we invite you to send us your prayer needs so we can pray specifically for those intentions. And if you have time, scroll down on the homepage to personally pray for the needs of other members of the RPR family. Visit yourcatholicradiostation.com and click on Prayer Requests. You can also send intentions to us from the main screen of our app. We're blessed to be able to join you in prayer. Real Presence Radio wants to honor our fathers. As Catholics, we see our priests as spiritual fathers. We have so many great priests in our listening area who model and guide us to a closer relationship with our Heavenly Father. Each week on Real Presence Live, we will honor our spiritual fathers with a dozen donuts donated by a local business to share with their staff. And of course, a good father would want to share. Let us know who you would like to honor, and each week we will draw a name to share stories of great spiritual fathers. Visit yourcatholicradiostation.com to honor your father today. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Good morning once again. Welcome to Rapid City, South Dakota, to Dunn Brothers Coffee. We're here having a wonderful opportunity to visit with all kinds of great people this morning. Father Mike Malloy here with Karen Gibas, who is... Thankfully, handling a lot of the technology, so I don't have to. I really appreciate that. In this segment, we're here with Kimberly Freeze, who has um, joined us along with her lovely little daughter, Maria. It's good to have you here, both of you. Welcome. Thank you. It's great to be here. Well, we are blessed by Kimberly and her generosity. She is giving away two sets of three of her beautiful books. Father and I were looking at them during the break, and they are absolutely gorgeous books. So if you are interested in snatching up these copies, call in to 877-795-0122. The first two callers will receive these uh, sets of books. The first book that you will be getting is Boy Saints for Little Ones 
and also girl saints for little ones. That's one father was looking at. Yeah. And consecration to Mary for little ones. And that one, I can just, I can see the cover and it's so beautiful. So it, beautiful. And what we want people to know is when they call in, they get those three books. We're giving away two, two, co- two, two sets, sets of, of those, those three, three books. books. Um, so please, uh, whoever the first callers are, you call in and you are more than welcome to... Um, uh, now, receive would, that gift. Wouldn't it be great if I just reached over and called in and won these books? That would be wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> but maybe you could just go buy some. I could. <laughs> Man. So let's get on to our interview. Kimberly, um, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure. Well, we actually just moved here to Rapid City um, at the end of May. Um, our, my family's originally from um, a small town um, in North Dakota, a couple of different towns we lived in um, around the Bismarck area. Okay. And I'm married to my husband, James. And I have three children. There's Maria, who's here today. She's seven. Um, Lily is five. And Thomas is almost two now. Wonderful. It's good to have you at, uh, here in Rapid City. And, and you have a business. You have your own business. Um, it's called My Little Nazareth. Tell us a little bit about that and how that all began. Sure. So um, last year, my husband knew that he wanted to make a career change. And in order to make that change, we thought I should um, find a way to make some extra money for our family as well. So we kind of looked at my gifts and my talents and the needs that are out there as well. And I thought about writing children's books, which I had thought in the past as well, but wasn't sure when the time would be right for it. So um, I knew I could write them, but I'm not very good with the illustrations. And so my husband said, finally, just hire an illustrator. So I remember an artist that I loved. Um, I met her actually at the Thirst Conference about five years ago in Bismarck. And I was able to contact her um, actually through Etsy. And she said that a lot of people have actually said that her illustrations would be great for children's books, but no one has um, come up to her about it. Hmm. So she said she was definitely interested. And I was able to come out with my first book last December. Um, since then, I actually have 12 out now. Um, I wow. Self- yes. It's Congratulations. Been, thank you. <laughs> it's been crazy because I do self-publish um, through Amazon. And so I'm able to go at my own, um, my own pace with everything, which is really fun and working my, with my illustrator has been great. So um, it's just funny how God works sometimes. You just don't know what's going to come out of something, and it's just been such a great blessing for our family. That is, that's, that's an amazing story. Uh, you're a homeschooler for, of these three wonderful little children. So um, tell us a little bit about that and how that fits into this job that you have. Sure. Yeah, um, it's actually it's a, a big part of my books because um, I you know I love to teach my children. I love to see that the, the different gifts that they have. Uh, one might be really good, like my oldest is really good with arts and reading, and my other one loves math. Um, they live, love different saints, you know, just being able to be there all day with them and seeing that. And then also um, my family in general, I think we have just the charism of um, loving books, loving spiritual reading. That's just a big part of who we are. And so um, being able to bring that together with my business, give these tools to my kids. Um, And also the flexibility of homeschooling has allowed us to have a lot of prayer time. We can go to daily mass together, um, Eucharistic adoration, um, take times throughout our day to build that um, daily prayer schedule. Um, And again, to use my books during that has been really helpful to us. That's wonderful. And so I think some probably would be some mothers listening to you going, I don't know how she does it. You know, how do you do, how do you balance all this? I mean, is it, um, are there times when you sort of like panic and throw up your hands and say, I don't know if I can do this? Absolutely. Right. Every mother does. Um, yeah. You know, one thing that's really helped me is I read one of Jennifer 
Jennifer Fulweiler's books. Um, I, a lot of people probably know her. She's so great, um, a Catholic author. And um, one thing that she um, talked about in her books was getting a babysitter. And so um, I've been able to get babysitters, especially here in Rapid City. There, I have a couple amazing babysitters. They've been such a blessing to our family. And so, and they've been a blessing to my daughters to have that example for them. And so I've um, been, been able to carve out time for that. Um, and, and there have been times where I'm like, okay, I can't do much for the next couple of months and that's okay. And I think just being able to trust that and to know there's still going to be the seasons of going in and going out, but that's okay. Okay. Well, it looks like we have um, our winners today for the, for the gifts, books you're going to give away. Jackie from Fargo says, thank you. I've been waiting to call in because these books are awesome. We have a couple of them already. So that's oh, wonderful, that an endorsement for you. And the second winner is Robin from Gary, South Dakota. So one from North Dakota, one from South Dakota. So we have two families who are going to rejoice in have, being able to uh, share and enjoy these books that you've put together. Um, Maria, I have a question for you. Do you like your mom's books? Yeah. You do? <laughs> and do you, do you read them over and over and over again? Not really over and over. <laughs> okay, you just read them. You just read them once and get all the good stuff out of them, and then you're all done, right? Well, I read them more than once. More than once. We try to rotate them. I think. Yep. <laughs> so and wait and wait for your mom to make a new one, right? Yeah. yeah. So, are you? Do you get to see the books before your mom? publishes them? Are you like her test subject where she says, okay, Maria, does this look good? Do you like this? Um, not really. Not really. Sometimes. Sometimes. Last Sometimes. night I just asked her, should we use this picture or that picture, right? Oh, well, that's nice. Yeah. It's a whole family going on. A whole family <laughs> yeah. thing. Yeah. I figure if they like it, and especially my five-year-old, she tends right. to have an opinion. It's like, oh, oh I like this or that. Okay. Well, if this will probably you be like good. It, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and what, what a gift that is to have children for whom you're, is your target audience and to be able to kind of see what they, what they think. So um, talk to us a little bit about your passion for writing and teaching others how to help them, you know, grow in their faith. What yeah. is that? Um, well, it's, it's interesting because um, I started getting into my faith um, junior high, high school, and I had a cousin at that time who was about to make her first communion, which is about the age of my daughter now. And um, at the time, I was, I was so excited about Blessed Imelda Lambertini, who is, has a beautiful mm -hmm. first communion story. Right. Yes. So um, I remember just laying on um, my cousin's bed with her and telling her this amazing saint story and kind of embellishing it and everything. And I just felt so close to God. And I was like, oh, like... I love this. I want more of this. And like, I felt God in the moment. And so I always knew from then on that I wanted something to do with that. I wanted to teach children. I wanted to share the faith. And I didn't know actually that, you know, it would be at this level, you know, I knew with my children, you know, maybe through CCD and things like that. But now to reach out and to hear like little girls um, talk about how they love that Mary's the queen of heaven and to see pictures um, with little girls with their um, girl saints books, you know, and just thinking back again to my cousin and my daughter and sharing that. And it's just amazing how God works through that in a way that I didn't plan. Okay. All right. So, um, does your inspiration from writing these books just come from sitting down thinking about them? Is it life experience? Is it What is it that invites you to say, I'm going to write about this, I'm going to write about that? Uh, well, my first idea um, with writing my books is I really wanted to come out with a consecration to Mary. Um, and so that was very important to me. Um, I always wanted to share the consecration more. So to come out with that book was really important. And then after that, it was really um, hearing about 
what was needed. So different parents might say, hey, I wish I had a book on this or that. Um, Divine Mercy was a big one. There's not a lot of children's books out for that right now. And then finally, just getting um, from prayer experiences, being like, you know what? I should write a book on this, and this is how it should be organized. It would just come to me. And sometimes that wouldn't happen for a month. And then sometimes overnight, it'd be like, oh, I have it all together. I know what I'm going to do. So it's kind of a mix, I guess. Mm, that's very interesting. So, and um, have you done one on Divine Mercy? I have, yes. I have Divine Mercy for little ones, yeah. So, okay, now, so I'm, <laughs> I'm a 67-year-old man. I'm kind of a grandpa of a sort. And uh, how, do you, how do you figure out how to tell the mm-hmm. story keep the content you know, so you don't compromise what the message yes. is and yet say it in a way that really touches the hearts of little kids what how does that inspiration come to you or how does that work well um i mean it's nice having little ones of my own so i can try that out um i think the main point is to simplify it but to not lose the passion for it okay it's a, i love using like saint quotes these beautiful saints quotes I'm like oh this is awesome I love this this touches me and then you tell them that and they see that you're excited they see that this is amazing they're they're saints in heaven they become saints Um, I think when you are able to show that passion even if it's in a simple way they're like I want to be a saint I want to know the Eucharist I want to be with Jesus these huge things about our faith like they don't have to be so complicated they're simple but they do have to be um, full of passion and love and desire. So. You are listening to Kimberly Fries, an author of children's books and a mother herself. Um, she's here with us at Real Presence Radio. I'm Father Mike Malloy. This is, and Karen Gibbs is with me. And we're having a wonderful conversation about the books that uh, Kimberly writes and really the business that she started um, out of a very practical need to help um, your family and, and put a little a little bread on the on the table, <laughs> a, little, a little bit of roof over their heads. And uh, Kimberly's here with her daughter Maria, who's um, obviously likes these books and, and, and likes all that her, her mom does. So, um, what kind of responses do you get from people? Do they do do people far and wide call you, write to you, share with you how these books are impacting their lives? Yeah. So most of most of what I do is on Facebook um, and some on Instagram as well. So um, I'll get messages um, with pictures of their kids. Um, I'll get, especially I've had a lot of response on the consecration of Mary. Uh, a lot of times they say, my child's not very interested in the faith. And then by putting it at their level, they suddenly have an interest and are becoming much more devotional. Um, I think that's a really important thing that families are looking for right now, how to be devotional. Um, I also have like an Alexio Divina book. So they're able to do that together. Um, I have a rosary book. They're able to do that together. I've had actually people from around the world be contacting me. And I do get a few countries through Amazon that they're able to order through, but not all of them. And I've had a lot of interest in Spanish-speaking people. So I'm hoping in the future to get um, those out for that, too. Oh, that would be wonderful. Yeah. Spanish and, uh, as you're talking, thinking other 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 yes. uh, languages. It would be really wonderful because I'm sure there's people all, all over the world. Um, that would be interested in this. So uh, can you give us your website? Maybe people sure. can get a hold of you. Yeah. Um, it's just www.mylittlenazareth.com. Okay. And you can also find my books on Amazon. And um, and here, um, in town here, they're at uh, the Mustard Seed. Okay. So, so again, www.mylittlenazareth.com um, to, to uh, get a chance to uh, look at the stuff that Kimberly uh, produces and or... If you're here in Rap City, the mustard seed, great place to buy anything. And also um, on Facebook, you, you, have, you are on Facebook as well. So um, anything else you want to tell, share us real quick about what you're doing and what you hope for? 
Sure. Yeah, um, I, I think my main idea um, with my business and my books is really to show that families can have a deep prayer life with Christ. Family life can be very crazy, and that's okay. But I think that it's important for um, the parents to really sit down and see, how can I carve this out in my family? Because if Christ is the most important thing, there's things that we can sacrifice so that we can have a prayer life together and to bring our, our whole family closer to Christ. Wow, that's a beautiful um, vision, a beautiful dream, and something that's so important. So. Uh, we thank you for being with us. Maria, we thank you for being with us. <laughs> Keep your mom going. Make sure she knows what's good in those kids' books so that she can continue to produce these for people, okay? Okay. All right, honey. It's good to have you with us. Thank you. Um, coming up next, um, it's time to hit the road um, for our 10-minute tour, which we do every every time we have a show. It's great. Uh, later on the show, we'll hear of one, one woman who discovered her faith, her love for the Catholic faith. Um, she comes to us, uh, we are, you're coming to you, excuse me, from the Dunn Brothers Coffee Shop in Rapid City, South Dakota. Stop in and get a uh, fresh cup of coffee and say hello. Yeah, come we'll, say hello. We're here. We'll be back in just a minute. Father Mike Malloy and Karen Gabe is here in Real Presence Live. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Hey everybody, Steve Swanskowski here, Executive Director for Real Presence Radio. Thank you so much for calling in to our fall live drive last week to let you know we are really here to support you and we thank you for your support. Thank you for letting us serve you. If you didn't get a chance to call in during our live drive, you can still call at 877-795-0122. We did end up a little short of our goal, so thank you for your help and help us keep reaching souls by calling 877-795-0122 or go online and give at yourcatholicradiostation.com. Thank you and God bless you. Hello, I'm Linda Baldwin with the Mustard Seed Catholic Store here in Sioux Falls. We are now open, 9 a.m. to 8 p.m. Monday through Friday and 9 to 5 on Saturdays. We're located at 3709 South Grange, just west of Costco. We stock Catholic books, artwork, saint medals, rosaries, Bibles, parish supplies, plus mystic monk coffee and gifts for those special occasions like baptisms, first communion, and confirmation. I look forward to your visit to the Mustard Seed Catholic Store here in Sioux Falls. Are you thirsting for God's love, His mercy, His forgiveness? You'll find that and so much more at the Thirst 2019 Eucharistic Conference at the Bismarck Event Center, Friday, October 25th through Sunday the 27th. Guest speakers include Dr. Edward Sree, Deacon Harold Burke Sivers, Curtis Martin, and Kendra Tierney. Daily Mass, Adoration, and Confessions are available during the conference. Register now online at bismarckdiocese.com slash thirst2019 and download the Thirst app. Mayo Pharmacy in Bismarck is a faith-based pharmacy committed to delivering a high level of care. We're pro-life and pro-family, so we respect all human dignity while providing for your individual needs. We have Catholic gifts for all ages, from Mystic Monk coffee to cards and crucifixes. Plus, we offer clinical services, including immunizations and individualized medication packaging. Mayo Pharmacy is located at 303 North 4th Street in Bismarck. Our number is 701-223-2424. You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Well, we're back once again here at Dunn Brothers Coffee in Rapid City, South Dakota. I can see some of my friends sitting out here and people having a Have they seen you yet? 
Having a, yeah, they have. Okay. They have, having a little bit to eat. It always amazes me that people study in here with all this noise going on. I know. On. I could never do that. I could not either. So I guess it's um, we all approach things differently. So Father Mike Malloy here, along with Karen Gibis. Yes, we're here together and having a good time uh, doing the show. And we've had some couple of wonderful guests. The Amazing. Last lady, the last lady was really. I know. I can't wait to get to know her better. Yeah, she's she's just got a she's just alive and. Real, so real. Yeah, exactly. So, and she was just—I mean, if you guys could see her during the interview, her eyes were shining. She yeah. radiated joy. Yep, she really did. And uh, oh, here we go. Looks like we're on the road. Are you driving or am I this I'm time? I'm going to drive this okay. time because you know how you drive. So. <laughs> we all know how I drive. <laughs> all right, we have uh, Ryan with us on the radio. Ryan, tell tell us about the event that you're helping to sponsor. Sure. Good morning, Father Mike. Good morning. Good. Good. So, uh, the ride to the Race on the Range is scheduled Saturday, September 28th. The ride, the ride and drive will start at Peace Church at 9 a.m. and sign in. 9.30 will leave. It's $30 per person. Uh, from there, they will travel to the home on, on the range, which is at exit 7. Turn north on exit 7. At the, at the home on the range, there will be a, a read across motocross race put on by the Bakken Trail Motocross Association. If you've entered the ride and drive, entry is, is included in that $30. If you just come out to watch the race, uh, it's $10 per person for wristband. Um, all the money that's generated uh, on top of paying the bills for the BCMA uh, is going to uh, the home on the range. So the more people we get out there, the more uh, money will benefit the home on the range. We also have a, a group of rooms um, at the American in Dickinson, North Dakota, if anyone wants to come early or stay late. There's also a band after the race, uh, right around 5, 6 o'clock, uh, the Sweet Crude Band. And all this is put on, again, by uh, the Knights of Columbus, Knights on Bikes, North Dakota, uh, the Bakken Trail and Motocross Association, and of course, all the help from the kids and the staff at the Home on the Range. Wonderful. Sounds like a great event. Um, appreciate that. So it's... Uh this is all happening on September 7th. Um, we invite, encourage everybody, in that, especially in that area, to... September 28th. September, September 28th. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, I'm, thank you, I'm sorry. September 7th. And, yeah. Get uh, out to the 28th. Now, in the event that bad weather comes again, and it looks like it's going to, we're going to push it out to October 12th. And that'll be the last one. If it doesn't happen then, then we'll run it next spring. But uh, hopefully we can get through it this weekend. All right. All right. Great, Ryan. Thank you. Coming up next, we have Dr. Dan on the radio. Are you there? Hello. Hello, Dr. Dan. What do you have for us today? Are you? I'm good. And my uh, my eyes are shining brightly with uh, with uh, with love too. However, like your other guests. Um, so uh, I'm uh, promoting our. Uh, this is I'm calling from Duluth. I'm promoting our annual White Mass, which is uh, the mass uh, that's held for. All health care professionals. The date is October 20th. It's going to be at the 10:30 mass at uh, our, our Lady of uh, the uh, our Cathedral of the Lady of the Rosary in Duluth, Minnesota. Uh, there'll be uh, the health care. All health care workers of any type are uh, invited to attend. Uh, they will be a, a mass offered by Bishop Serba. Everybody will have a blessing, and then we'll have a little reception downstairs after the mass, you know, coffee and rolls, that kind of thing. So this is our ninth time we've done 
our, our white mass. We started doing these in 2010. Um, well, this actually might be the 10th mass because we started our first one was in 2010. So, uh, and um, we are uh, excited to have it again. Um, it's going to be a nice event. So all health care providers are invited and their families and guests. All right, that sounds like a wonderful opportunity um, for for us. And again, this is going to be on October twentieth at ten thirty at October twentieth. Uh, and yep. All right. Well, look, we yeah, look forward yeah, go ahead. to it. Yeah, yeah. the, the cathedral in Duluth, and it's uh, for all the region's uh, healthcare providers. We have a uh, some basic information on our website. I'm, I'm a member of the. Uh, our local Catholic Medical Association called St. Raphael's Guild, and our website is DuluthCathMed.org. All right, wonderful. Thanks, Duluth. Dr. Dan, for that. Yep, we got, we got to move yeah. on, but appreciate your time Thank with you. us. Thank you. Thank All right, you. so you bet. All right, our next event is at St. Agatha's Parish Fall Supper in Hope, North Dakota. St. Agatha Catholic Parish in Hope will be hosting a fall supper at the Hope American Legion in Hope, North Dakota, Sunday, September 29th from 4.30 p.m. to 7 o'clock p.m. The meal will consist of turkey, dressing, mashed potatoes, gravy, coleslaw, and pie. The cost is $12 for adults, $8 for children ages 6 to 11, and $5 for children ages 3 to 5. To-go meals are available for more information, you can call 701-361-0240. Again, that's St. Agatha's Parish Fall Supper. For more information, the number again is 701-361-0240. All right, and we also have um, Abby in the Hills event at Marvin, South Dakota. We've had these events before. Um, Abby in the Hills invites you to join them for the second Tuesday of each month to learn and grow in your faith. On October 8th, it's Ecclesiastes, Vanity of Vanities, with Father Jim Frederick. Each session begins at 10, including a free will offering lunch, and concludes at 3. Visit abbeyofthehills.org for more details. We've had these on before, and those, these sound like really wonderful events um, that the Abbey of the Hills provides to help people grow in their faith. A wonderful opportunity to get together with people, um, you know, spend a little time together, learn and grow in the faith, have a great lunch. Um, really worthwhile, so we encourage people to go to that. Again, that is October 8th, Ecclesiastes, Vanity of Vanities with Jim, uh, Father Jim Fredericks at Abbey in the Hills on Tuesday, October 8th. We look forward to that event and hope people really come to appreciate what that will mean for them. So those are two great events, St. Agatha's and Hope and uh, Abbey of the Hills. All right, moving on, we're headed back to North Dakota. Our Lady of Grace Parish in Minot invites you to participate in a parish mission with Father Joseph Evinger from Kildeer as the presenter. Since it is the parish's 60th jubilee, they have chosen Mary, the parish's patroness, for the mission theme. Father will be speaking at all of the Masses the weekend of October 5th and 6th. Then the mission begins at 4 p.m. Sunday, October 6th, with adoration and a presentation on the biblical foundations for understanding Mary's role in the Kingdom of God. Refreshments and fellowship will follow. 
Monday is the Feast of Our Lady of the Rosary. There will be adoration and a talk, including a rosary, 6.30 to 7.30 p.m., followed by refreshments and again fellowship in the dining room. That talk will cover approaching God with Mary's help and why we need Mary. The parish mission will conclude with at 7 p.m. Tuesday Mass with Father preaching on Mary, the mother of the new Eve. I can never say that word. Evangelization. I thank you. Refreshments will again follow. Everyone is invited, and this is important to note, registration is not required. That's at Our Lady of Grace Parish in Minot. And St. Joseph Catholic Church um, is having their fall bazaar. This is in Chisholm, um, Minnesota. Minnesota. Um, on Saturday, October 12th, from 11 to 1, St. Joseph Catholic Church in Chisholm will be hosting this fall bazaar. Everyone is invited. There's cash prizes, raffle prizes, there's a silent auction, baked goods and pantry jewelry, baskets from heaven, um, lunch is available for purchase. Menus, menu items are um, Sarma. Sarma lunch and chicken fried rice soup. Desserts are available for purchase. All are invited. You know, these are wonderful events. I love these fall bazaars. They are so much fun to go to. Well, that's because fall is our favorite season. Well, and, and, and you just see the best of everybody coming yep. together. And so it's well, well worthwhile. Very so. Thanksgiving time of mind. Yes, exactly. So, well, that wraps up our, um, our uh, what do we Ten call minute this? tour. Ten minute tour, mm -hmm. yes. Um, uh, we appreciate that. If you have something that you would like to get on the ten minute tour, please call Brandon at 877 and he will be happy to put that on and feature it on our upcoming shows. Remember, Real Presence Radio or um, our, uh, Real Presence Live is available every day now. So get them on the air so people can see and know what it is that's coming up that they can participate in. So, Yeah, and coming up next, we have a guest who rediscovered her Catholic faith through the power of confession. Hear more with Debbie Nelson and later stewardship. How is that different from tithing? Hmm, we'll unpack that with Monica Herman. I'm Karen Gibas with I'm Father Mike Malloy. And we're coming to you live from Dunn Brothers Coffee in Rapid City, South Dakota. You don't want to miss this. Absolutely not. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. Real Presence Radio wants to honor our fathers. As Catholics, we see our priests as spiritual fathers. We have so many great priests in our listening area who model and guide us to a closer relationship with our Heavenly Father. Each week on Real Presence Live, we will honor our spiritual fathers with a dozen donuts donated by a local business to share with their staff. And of course, a good father would want to share. Let us know who you would like to honor. And each week, we will draw a name to share stories of great spiritual fathers. Visit yourcatholicradiostation.com to honor your father today. Broomtree Retreat Center near Irene, South Dakota will be offering an inner healing retreat October 11th through the 13th with Jane Bars and Mike Schneider of the Matthew Ministry. This retreat, which begins Friday evening and ends Sunday afternoon, offers hope and freedom to those seeking a way out of hurt and sorrow. For more information about the ministry, visit thematthewministry.com. To register for the retreat, call 605-263-1040 or register online at broom-tree.org. At the University of Mary, affordable access to Catholic higher education is vitally important. Thanks to generous donors who believe in the value of Catholic education, eligible graduates of Catholic high schools receive free room and board. And students who choose our groundbreaking year-round campus option can earn a bachelor's degree in just 2.6 years or a master's in four 
saving money while getting a head start on their careers. Discover the Mary difference at cometomary.com. That's cometomary.com. Hey everybody, Steve Swanskowski here, Executive Director for Real Presence Radio. Thank you so much for calling in to our fall live drive last week to let you know we are really here to support you and we thank you for your support. Thank you for letting us serve you. If you didn't get a chance to call in during our live drive, you can still call at 877-795-0122. We did end up a little short of our goal, so thank you for your help and help us keep reaching souls by calling 877-795-0122 or go online and give at yourcatholicradiostation.com. Thank you and God bless you. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Inspired. Sharing your journey. Well, good morning once again. It's Father Mike Malloy here along with Karen Gibbs, um, coming to you from Dunn Brothers Coffee in Rapid City, South Dakota. I think it's still a beautiful day outside. I haven't been out in the last hour and a half, but I'm assuming that it's still nice. The place is, uh, Dunn Brothers is filled up with people. It's a, it's a great place to come, and people like to enjoy coffee and, and sit and visit or read yep. or do things like that. So it's wonderful to, to have this opportunity um, to for them and for us to be here with them. And uh, this part of me kind of gets distracted because I'd kind of like to know what's going on over there. But right. we have to stay attentive to what's going on. So this is our inspired segment. And we have joining us today is Deb Nelson. Hi, Deb. Hi. How Thank are you? you? Oh, Hi. you're welcome. How are you today? I'm doing doing good. A little nervous, but other than that, I'm here. <laughs> well, you can you can relax. We were just a couple of couple normal of everyday people, ordinary people here, just um, uh, muddling through a live broadcast. And I'm yeah. guessing you I'm guessing you'd say the same is true for me because kind of muddling through. So, um, Deb, um, we want to begin by uh, talking about your. Um, your journey, as it says here, back to the Catholic faith. So, obviously, at one point, you grew up as a cradle Catholic. Can you tell us a little bit about that as we start this little segment? Sure. I, um, yeah, I was born to the faith, and my, um, I would say my mom was the leader of our faith in our home as far as making sure us kids all got to church every Sunday and on every holy day um, and going through the catechism classes and um, my dad was Catholic, but I, he wasn't, he was more of a hit or miss, you know, as far as if he'd make it to church or not, but, and then, um, just, I think we were just normal as far as we just learned the do's and the don'ts of our faith, but we never really learned the why we did anything, we just kind of did it, and, okay. um, and once I got confirmed, eventually graduated and left home, and I, um, still went to church, but then eventually I just didn't feel like I could live up to the standards, or, and, um, and then just left for a little while, I guess, there. And but did come back. Um, okay. You says, it says that something happened in your 30s, which um, caused you to really, uh, probably, to rethink or start thinking anew. What was that experience, and, and what did that lead you to? Well, I had um, been, you know, still going to church and um, raising our family, was married. But on our second child, we had a baby boy, and... And after he was a couple of weeks old, he, uh, he became ill, and um, we were in the hospital for a few weeks, and um, eventually found out there was he had a virus that went to his brain, and there wasn't really anything more they could do, so we ended up bringing him home, and, uh, and that's where he died. Mm. Uh, <coughs> he was seven weeks old, so 
So after that, it really just, I, I still had my faith, like I believed, um, you know, God was there. I just didn't know him or know why. Like that had happened. And I just thought, like, what did I do to deserve this? And I just asked wow. him, like, who are you? And um, so that, kind of just that God, who are you, just uh, kind of just was a little seed, I think, that was planted um, okay. in my life, you know, in my faith. So that, that tragic loss of that little boy really um, put you into a place of questioning and wondering and, and began a real growth in, in terms of your faith life. And deeping it in some ways is what it sounds like. Yeah, yeah, I, don't, I think it just put, I just never really questioned God, you know, and just kind of check the box type Catholic and just do those things and never really had a relationship with him. So, um, but I had a newer friend at the time who... Um, I think realized that I didn't know really who God was, and she was a born again Christian, and um, and she started questioning me about my Catholic faith, and that's there that I realized I didn't know anything about my faith, why we did anything. It just happened to get it. Okay. So, uh, this, oh, excuse me, this is Father Mike Malloy. I'm talking with Deb Nelson. I'm here with Karen Gibbs and. Um, uh, Deb's telling us about the experience of, of her life, the journey back to a, or into a deeper relationship with the Lord. Um, can you talk about the sacrament of confession and how that played into this this journey back into a deeper faith, um, a deeper awareness of your faith? Well, that came a lot later in the journey of this um, me just learning about my faith, and then um, as my friend continued to ask me questions. I tried to find answers, but I was too embarrassed because I didn't know answers to ask anybody that would probably know, like a priest or something. So I felt really on my own, like, you know, searching for answers. And so I just started paying more attention at Mass when I would go to Mass. And and then um, if there was, uh, you know, it started changing my prayer life and praying more in, in the mornings instead of at night as I was falling asleep. And then just God was working on me this whole time. And I... Um, started realizing like why the church taught what she taught and why sins are sins because I had more of a cafeteria Catholic so I kind of chose what I would believe and what I would what was a sin and what wasn't and um, once I realized that that, that um, you know reading the Bible made a big difference and realizing that our faith was all um, you know, in the Acts of the Apostles, that the Catholic Church is the true church. And then I just thought I have to start um, living that faith and um, realizing I needed to go to confession. I shouldn't be going to communion. And and, um, and that was a big, uh, big conversion in my life, was going to confession, because now I had to submit to things and just surrender things that I was very... Um, weren't going to be easy in my life, and I thought they were going to hurt my life. And and going to confession, I realized the grace that God gives you when you make a true confession. And things that I thought were going to be so difficult actually became easier. My relationships became better. And um, and I realized, you know, I just trust in God, trust in Jesus and His mercy that um, that He was here. And I just um, surrendered my life to him through that. Yeah. 
That's a, a beautiful. I guess, you know, as you're talking, Deb, what I really appreciate is that, um, that it was the ordinary means of our faith mm-hmm. that captivated and captured you and brought you back, you know, going to Mass, reading the Bible, celebrating the sacraments. Those, those, are, um, those are things that are so readily available to everybody if we're willing to, uh, to grab a hold of those. So as you see her telling your story, um, what message would you like to share with listeners um, about the Lord's constant sort of pursual, pursuit of us in our life? Um, what, what, is, what has all that been like for you, and what would you like people to know? Oh, my, I, well, I had no clue. I thought I was seeking God this whole time. When I was on my journey, and I was trying to figure him out, and I realized, you know, that he was seeking me. And just that, um, you know, I think I always looked at God as more of a stalker, somebody who's lurking in the corners and spying on you and just waiting for you to mess up. And it, well, isn't it all like that, that he just pursues you, he desires you, and he just wants to know you and wants that relationship with you. And um, I think that's the most important thing, just takes you where you're at. That you that's a that's a great kind of way to end our conversation. That sense of of that that longing on God's part. I don't think we often think about that. God longs to be with us. We're kind of caught up in in our activity toward God and forget that God is coming toward us. So, um, Deb, it's been great visiting with you. It's your your journey is is simple and and profound all at the same time. It's something everyone can do, and at the same token, it's, it's maybe something that some of us don't do because because we get caught up in the everyday ordinariness of life and forget this relationship that we have. So appreciate you being with us very, very much. Um, God bless you in your continued journey. Oh, thank you very much. God bless you. Bet. All right, you bet. Coming up, what is stewardship? How will it change my life? We will answer these and other questions with Monica Herman of the Catholic Foundation of Southern Minnesota. We're coming to you live from Dunn Brothers Coffee in Rapid City, South Dakota. I'm Karen Gibis, along with Father Mike Malloy. Stay tuned to Real Presence Live. Broomtree Retreat Center near Irene, South Dakota will be offering an inner healing retreat October 11th through the 13th with Jane Bars and Mike Schneider of the Matthew Ministry. This retreat, which begins Friday evening and ends Sunday afternoon, offers hope and freedom to those seeking a way out of hurt and sorrow. For more information about the ministry, visit thematthewministry.com. To register for the retreat, call 605-263-1040 or register online at broom-tree.org. Steve Swanskowski here, Executive Director for Real Presence Radio. Thank you so much for calling in to our fall live drive last week to let you know we are really here to support you and we thank you for your support. Thank you for letting us serve you. If you didn't get a chance to call in during our live drive, you can still call at 877-795-0122. We did end up a little short of our goal, so thank you for your help and help us keep reaching souls by calling 877-795-0122 or go online and give at yourcatholicradiostation.com. Thank you and God bless you. 
Are you thirsting for God's love, His mercy, His forgiveness? You'll find that and so much more at the Thirst 2019 Eucharistic Conference at the Bismarck Event Center, Friday, October 25th through Sunday the 27th. Guest speakers include Dr. Edward Sri, Deacon Harold Burke Sivers, Curtis Martin, and Kendra Tierney. Daily Mass, Adoration, and Confessions are available during the conference. Register now online at bismarckdiocese.com slash thirst2019 and download the Thirst app. We are here, and uh, by the grace of God and Bishop John Quinn, we're we're delighted to be here. And uh, Bishop, we asked you to uh, stay over a few extra minutes over the top of the hour so that we could receive your blessing, if you please. It's my honor, and first of all, thank you for being with us. I just uh, sense deep within my heart that this is the work of the Holy Spirit, and that to be able to have a radio station that will broadcast the good news to a world that's so broken to a world that needs so much healing, to a place uh, where the gospel is needed to be preached. And at hours and times when those of us who are charged with the preaching can't possibly do it, but to know it's going to go on. Yes. And what a blessing that is. Thank you for the time and your investment in the mission of our diocese. You're a great grace. This is Real Presence Live, where the devil is dumb, Christ is king, and the Catholic faith is taking the place of secular living as the lifestyle of choice. Good morning once again. This is Father Mike Malloy returning for our last segment of Real Presence Live. I'm here with Karen Gibis. We're at Dunn Brothers Coffee in Rapid City, South Dakota, which has become a lively place as... I, mean, I always thought people worked in the morning, but I guess they come here and have coffee. <laughs> well, we're working here. That's true. We are. That's true. Maybe they're all working, too. You never know. You never know. Um, anyway, it's good to be with you for this last segment of our show. And we are joined today for this segment uh, but with Monica Herman. Monica, how are you today? I'm doing very well. Thank you. Well, good. It's good to have you with us. And uh, just tell us a little bit about uh, the position you hold and where you're coming to us from. Sure. Absolutely. Um, so I'm the executive director for the Catholic Foundation of Southern Minnesota, and our uh, our foundation encompasses the entire diocese of Winona, Rochester. So we're all the way from the Wisconsin border to the South Dakota border. Yes, it's a long, narrow diocese. Um, very interesting. So um, we're here to talk today about stewardship. I know in the Diocese of Rapid City that stewardship has had different meanings over the years. Um, and, and so let's begin by saying, talk about the difference between stewardship and tithing, or maybe a better way to say it, between stewardship and money, um, because that's what people oftentimes think. So share with us your understanding of those two terms. Sure, sure, absolutely. So Stewardship is really the giving of, of one's time, talent, and treasure to those around us. And I think we've all heard that before. Um, but tithing itself is really um, the, the practice was established by God in, in the Old Testament. And it's really returning 10% of your blessings back to God. Um, originally, the tithe was given to the temple or the church in the form of produce or livestock. And this really was the only income that people had. Um, back then, whether people gave monetary income or profit from fields was not really as important as it was just to give back something to God. Um, Tithe was not based on the needs of the priests or the church or the poor. It was simply giving of what one had in 
recognition and gratitude for the blessings they received. Okay, so from so out of that, then give us, uh, from your vantage point as the director of this foundation, what is your definition of stewardship? Um, well, yeah, stewardship, you know, here in the Diocese of Winona Rochester, it's not, it, it's not a passing thing. Stewardship is really a journey. Um, it's a way of life for all of us to share together um, in order for our faith community, not just here in Winona, Rochester, but for all of us to grow and prosper for generations to come, we need to embrace stewardship. We need to embrace giving of ourselves, our time, our talent, our treasures. Um, we, we here certainly have faced many challenges in the past, and we have a lot more to come, but if we embrace stewardship at its core, Together, we conquer those challenges and build a stronger Christian foundation. Um, all that we are and all that we have is because of God, and, and, and we know that. Um, there are many things we have in our lives that we need to be thankful for. We have homes and families and our health, and um, but we're, uh, God really is asking us is to give, give back. Um, and so dedicating a portion of those gifts, again, our time, our talent, our treasure— it's really, I think, what God's asking all of us to do. And, and for me, that's, that's stewardship, is giving back. We give because we have received would be a way of describing what you're talking about, you know, um, focusing our, our attention on what God has given to us and then sharing in response to that uh, graciousness. Um, yeah, absolutely, yeah. So uh, what's, um, talk about the balance. You know, you mentioned time, talent, treasure, or time, talent, material possessions. So um, we, we so often focus on this in terms of money, but what's the balance between time and talent and then material possessions in terms of stewardship from your vantage point? Sure. Um, and it, it is hard to balance. I mean, we're all at different stages in our life. Um, you know, and, and, you know, we may not all have the monetary um, where for all to, to support that way, but there's so much that we can do. Um, you can be a Eucharistic minister. You can be a lector, a sacrament, a, an usher, um, provide communion to others that are shut in. You can prepare a meal for a friend or for um, a, a sick parishioner. You can clean the church, um, provide funeral support garden, um, sit on a council or a committee. There's so much that don't that doesn't require money that we can do for each other. Um, but really when you think about most Catholics think that we're we, we can be generous and I think sometimes we if we really sat back and looked at it, we'd be a little disappointed that while tithing is ten percent the average Catholic today gives less than 1% of their time or their talent or their treasure. Yes, and that, that's, a, that's a really important point. And, and I think in the area of talent, I think a lot of times people say, I don't have anything to give or I don't have any talent. And I think that's not true. We all have talents. We all have natural God-given abilities or things that we've developed and cultivated in our life that can become a great source of giving back. Wouldn't you agree? Absolutely. Um, and again, if you're if you're in high school, you, you really don't have any monetary things that you can provide back to the church. But, boy, there's so much that you could do in singing in the choir or offer babysitting or um, mentoring a, a younger person or teacher's CCD class. 
Um, you know, and those with small children, people in their 20s and 30s, again, they're, they've got so much going on in their lives. But um, there again, there are things that people can do and people can provide um, that is not necessarily money. But then again, when you get um, to, a, you know, your 40s and 50s and even those uh, later on in life, leaving a part of your estate or your, or your will is, is something that you might be able to do then that you couldn't do earlier. Um, but I think really there's, there's a place for all of us to be able to contribute things. We just have to take some time and think about it and, and really pray about what, what is it that I can do. You bet, and it's and it spans the whole of our life, as you said earlier. This is not this is a journey. This is a way of life. It's not it's not a, a something that we do. It's not a project we accomplish. It is a way of living our life that um, ebbs and flows as we grow in our life, and and at different times in our lives, different things become possible for us, um, whether it's time or or talent or giving them some kind of material possession. So, now you're listening to Father, um, or to, excuse me, you're listening to Monica Herman here with Father Mike Malloy and Karen Gibis um, in the in the last part of our uh, of our show here on R- Real Presence Radio. Um, so. Uh, what are the benefits of living life with this stewardship mentality, Monica? Why is that important, or why should we even bother? Yeah, well, you know, I, I know I know that I feel better, and I feel more engaged with my community when I contribute. Um, being a faithful and active member of my parish, you know, I contribute what I can financially. Um, I take great pride in, in knowing that our, our parish is adding on to our Catholic school, and and I had a part to play in that, you know, I think financially contributed, um, you know, but, you know, helping at the fall festival, serving on a community, whatever, whatever it is I can do makes me feel better. You know, that, that old adage of it's in giving that we receive. And, and that really is true. You, you feel connected and you're a part of something when you're actively participating. Um, you know, think of it like voting. Everyone says, "I if you don't vote, you don't get to complain." Um, same thing in a, in your active stewardship life. If you if you don't give, then what do you have to complain about? Okay, so yeah, it, 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 there's a lot of blessings that can come from from uh, participating in this this sort of the stewardship uh, way of life that is is available and open to all of us. So, is there anything else you'd like to share with us um, in terms of of your work or what you do or some way to inspire us to really think seriously about this? Sure, absolutely. Um, you know, I, I'm, I'm so fortunate in the work that we do here at the Catholic Foundation of Southern Minnesota. Um, we work with parishes on capital campaigns and we work with the diocese on annual their annual appeal. Um, I work with donors on estate planning. Um, so really, there's a, a wide variety of things that I'm so blessed to be able to do for others um, and helping and helping them fulfill their their philanthropic goals. So um, I would encourage lots of people to just think about what it is that I can do to make a difference in my faith community. You know, it's so important um, and it's a great time of year to start thinking about those things. All right. That's a that's a good way to close to really invite people to reflect and say, how can I make a difference? How can I give in response to how God has given to me? So, um, Monica, we thank you very much for your time with us today and for sharing with us your ideas and thoughts on sharing our time and our talent and our material possessions. Uh, appreciate it very much. God bless you and your work. 
Thank you so much. Take care. You, you bet. God bless. So, well, we're coming kind of to the end of our show. Kind we've got of. A little, little bit left, <laughs> but uh, we've had some great guests um, today. We've we've had uh, we've heard about stewardship. We've heard about. Um, writing books, uh, we've heard about spiritual motherhood, kind of a, a, a nice gamut of things, you know, from beginning to end, and it's been a wonderful opportunity to be it, together. It is hard to pick which was my favorite interview because yeah. they were all spectacular. Yeah, they were all they were really, really, all of them were, were, a, were a blessing for us. It gives us something to take away from here and move forward in, with our within our lives today. And and you know, as Monica just said, you know, this is about a journey. It's about every day. It's about all dimensions of our life. Mm-hmm. Um, in, in how we continue to make things come alive for us. And so it's very important for us to, to listen and to be aware of that. So um, as you move forward into this day. Well, and I, my best part of the whole day, though, has to be that they stumped you with a question. Yeah, that's that's probably true, yeah. Oh, well. you, you know, I, I just kind of like to see you in that position <laughs> once in a while. Thanks, Karen. I appreciate that. Yeah, I, know, I thought you would. Yeah. So we are coming to the end of our show. We're going to go back to um, Eli and, and ask him what's going, coming up in the next show tomorrow so people have a chance to prepare and look forward to that. All righty. Thanks, Father. Here's what's coming up on our next show. That's tomorrow morning from 9 to 11 a.m. Central, hosted by Father Tim Buren and Matt Wilkham. They'll be live from the Unbound Conference in Fairmont, Minnesota. You know, wouldn't it be great to, to, to tackle and empty ourselves of the power the enemy has over us? Well, Father Boniface Hicks will share how this can be done as he talks about applying the power of the gospel to your life to find greater, greater freedom from Satan's traps. And you won't want to miss this one. He raises sheep and just won first place at the Minnesota State Fair. Oh, and he's a Catholic priest in the Diocese of Duluth. If we have your attention now, you'll want to tune in to hear this priest's unique story in our segment. And did you know it's a beautiful time to be a priest? Rather than focusing on the negative news, Father Grant Lacey of the Diocese of Sioux Falls will talk about the many blessings of the priesthood and why now is such a beautiful time to discern the priesthood. All that and so much more coming up tomorrow morning, 9 to 11 a.m. Central, only here on the RPR Network. Wonderful. Sounds like some great shows, and I like that last one a lot because I think it's so easy to focus on what's wrong, what's bad, what's, what the problems are. And I, I really appreciate that they're going to have a segment where you listen to someone say, no, it's wonderful, it's good. And Here's it's the joy. Great. Here's the, the joy. joy. It's, great to, it's great to be a priest or it's great to be a, faith, a Catholic. You know, I think we, we live with so much um, fear in our world today that it's nice to have, take the moments to say, no, there's still a lot of really beautiful, wonderful, good things going on. And it's not that the problems aren't real, but the problems shouldn't define us. The problems shouldn't make us who we are or make us think that that's all we are, that there's so much more to us than that. So appreciate that very much. Um, uh, looking forward to that in the next show. Yeah, so. that's going to be great. I think it'll be good for, I mean, one of those, uh, I think when we were during the live drive, Shauna was talking about how she sends shows to her children when she wants them to hear something that that touched her. And I yeah. think that would be a, a segment that you'd want to send to a young man discerning the priesthood. Yeah, exactly. Um, you could just download, or not download it, but get it off the app and just yep. say, here. Listen uh, to this. Listen to this. Think about this a little bit. Yeah, so, yeah that's one um, beautiful thing about Real Presence Live. You get to come back and listen to it again and again. Yeah, that you can do, yeah. It isn't just, it isn't, either I missed it, if I, did, I missed it, that's it. It's like, no, I can go back and pick it up again. So, um, well, we're coming to the end of the show. It's, we're almost ready to wrap things up and uh, head off into the wild blue yonder, get on to the rest of our day. I'm get sure on, you yep. Got to go home and. 
teach kids. And I, I do. Gotta, I have to go home and teach the kids. I doubt they did anything without me this morning. Yeah, and I've <laughs> got to get ready and, and go to work and actually have an opportunity to listen to someone teach me this afternoon, so I'm looking forward Excellent. to that. So, Well, we're about ready to end this. Uh, so as we hear Eli saying to us, we're almost done. Here 15. we go. We're ready we to go. close it off. So. And, and thank you, Eli, for the excellent work you did today. You bet. God bless you, Eli. Karen, have a good day. You too, Father. All right, and take care. We'll see you again on Real Presence Radio. God bless you. This has been Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Real Presence Live brings you inspirational stories of faith and a look at the good and holy things happening in our local area. Weekday mornings from 9 to 11 Central. Tune in for an encore of each show beginning Saturday morning at 6. Get the podcast any time of day or night at yourcatholicradiostation.com or on the Real Presence Radio app. And remember, you can be a part of the conversation through Facebook and Twitter. Real Presence Live, local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network.